Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here we go, a very different Kingdom of Pod, Boise State Football Weekly podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Jeff Caves here in Flower Mound, Texas. And while everybody was looking forward to another Boise State football game, here we have yet another delay, of course, no game with UNLV. Uh, old news by now. And really, since we got the word that the game was canceled, there's been no news. And I'm sure some of that is by design. We'll get to the details about that. Plus, this committee to get the new athletic director at Boise State gets to work today. I'll have details about that. Plus, the future of college football bowl games, at least for the 2020 season. Some area I'm doing some work and have some firsthand knowledge. And then just some of those tidbits on what would have happened with Boise State and UNLV. Let's go back to why this game was canceled. And from what we know and what we see, what I've been able to learn behind the scenes, this may have been a state or regional problem in the state of Nevada. And they looked at Boise State, who'd had issues approximately a week ago from this taping, uh, that they were going to have problems, uh, perhaps again, even though they'd had a couple of now um clear tests they've had no uh, COVID uh, positive tests now uh, since that in, in uh, last Friday so at least nothing that we've known about or any of us so I think in general though uh, they're in that area uh, they just didn't see it was worth the time and trouble and risk and they may have had issues on their own on their side of it and there's a little fatigue I'm sure in releasing that information consistently now and so they're not seeing any benefits to releasing that information with very little drawbacks and so I think they went to the conference to be the intermediary so that everybody tries to now move away from the blame game Um, UNLV canceled the game they didn't want to play Boise State canceled the game they didn't want to play let's just let it come from the conference and then nobody has to take any responsibility so that the media or the fans can't start digging deeper to see who backed out of what and get sort of away from the uh, the point, which is <laughs> there's COVID issues, is getting in the way. And uh, the first thing that struck me when I heard the Boise State UNLV game was con- was canceled was, hey, hey, I'm just kind of happy with what we've had. And um, I know we can have more. And in a normal season, this wouldn't even be a conversation, but let's just take it for what it is. And I thought that the moment the season was going to be delayed, you were in for a different year. It wasn't going to count eligibility-wise. It's not that the coaches aren't going to commit to it. It's not that the players aren't going to commit to it. It's just that there's too many other factors 
the way spring ball was canceled. There's no fall practices. They're sort of working their way in bits and pieces towards being able to play. Nothing about this season has been normal. So for me, at least personally, when I was watching all the preseason polls and then the polls that came out and discussion about who's going to make it into the playoff or not, who's going to be the New Year's Day six bowl team, who's going to win the Mountain West Conference. It just sort of rang hollow to me. Uh, To me, the entire year has been overshadowed by COVID and everything is paled in comparison. You can look at TV ratings, interest in the NBA, uh, even the NFL has not been exactly perfect. Now they're having all kinds of challenges. Major League Baseball is just down the line. Everybody's doing as good as they can. And I think if I looked at it, I'd say the pro leagues are definitely playing for our entertainment. The college uh, folks have more responsibility to their athletes than the pros do. And I think they're playing for a little bit more reason than that. But still, they, they're playing for the financial benefits of it all and for the pleasure of anybody that watches a uh, presentation of a game online or on air. So that's what it is. And for now, for here, for where we're at, uh, that's the way it is. So uh, whatever happens this year and who makes the New Year's Day 6 and who wins the Mountain West and all that to me is all just gravy but I'm not getting as wrapped up in it as I have in the past and I think we've just got to come to grips with enjoying what we have and and when we have it Uh, as it relates to the depth uh, Boise State may or may not have have on their team uh, just look around I think their defensive line was ravaged sure it was a defensive line issue and it's not fair to players in 2020 to just throw them in a position and ask them to play it in case they get hurt Uh, this isn't uh, 1980 or any other year this is 2020 now and uh, kids and athletes college athletes want to be respected and and heard from and considered and have a part in all this process and I'm sure a lot of those kids were like well if, if I've got a guy that has been playing you know offensive line or fullback and all of a sudden they're in at defensive line or defensive end and I'm one of the other nine guys uh, of the of, of the defense and two of them are not are misplaced my trust goes out the window and that's not any place you want to be on a football field uh, when you're you know your your injuries uh, are, are always a possibility your future's at stake and so I just think the stakes have gotten way too high and I think that's why a lot of schools uh, not just UNLV or Boise State uh, but a lot of schools throughout the country have had to cancel games because they just don't have enough guys to move forward well moving forward is exactly what we'll do and the sports world will continue to just keep spinning this weekend so if you are going to be watching some games this weekend you want a little more action on the game make sure you go online and get that done with bet online bet online you can go to betonline.ag you can get all the odds and maybe put some action down on a game it does make it more interesting for some of us and you're not going to have a Boise State game to bet on but you can find a lot of other uh, college football games and pro football games so make sure you head to betonline.ag today take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses again that's betonline.ag sign up today as I tape this it's a big day for Boise State this is the Day today, Friday, December 4th, the first day that the selection committee is getting together to find the new 
Boise State Athletic Director. I did learn that Jay Larson has been added to the selection committee pool. Uh, Jay is somebody who was instrumental in getting the Donna Larson Park uh, deal structured for Boise State and uh, negotiated that on behalf of his family with Boise State and uh, Mr. Williams as well. So he's got an athletic background. He's had a lot to do with the telecommunications industry. He was one of the first guys that really started marketing cellular phone service in Boise, Idaho, back when I first met Jay. He's also uh, president of the Idaho Technology Council. So uh, that's just one new development. But they've got a big job. Uh, today starts uh, all of it. I think when you look at what Boise State needs in an athletic director, there's a lot of qualities that are going to start, I think, adding up. And everybody has a little different perspective on it. Uh, Mike Alden, the consultant on this project, the former Missouri athletic director, is definitely going to be guiding them and how this process will work. Uh, but I think somebody who has a likable uh, characteristic about them is really important. Uh, I think Boise State fans want somebody that entertains them at times with the information and gives them the information they want. Donors want somebody who's important that they can go to and feel like they get an answer that is inside information right from the top and that they like being around this person. Uh, I think all of these things are really important to that job. And then the fundraising piece, of course, is critical. And then you just start adding on uh, the conference affiliation, the NCAA knowledge. All of this stuff starts factoring in. But uh, I do think that this person uh, should speak softly, uh, nicely, and entertaining, and carry a big stick. Uh, I go back and use one of the, I guess, examples of, of how that can work by uh, you know, studying some some of the ways that people have been very effective around here. And uh, one way was the way Gene Blameyer got things done. Gene was very hesitant to ever speak publicly, never wanted to actually have to do that, uh, did it begrudgingly, it wasn't his strength, but did it. And um, I know I can tell you from behind the scenes, he carried the bigger stick in any battle he went into or he probably wasn't going to go into the fight. Uh, look at how Dr. Marlene Trump handled the uh, challenges with the Mountain West Conference with Kurt Absey and the TV contract when the Mountain West Conference presidents uh, said that at some point we want to not give Boise State their uh, extra bonus that they were entitled to, that Dr. Custer negotiated the, with ESPN or any future television partners, that Boise State gets a, sort of an unfair share, an extra cut, uh, that the presidents of today wanted to cancel that. Uh, Dr. Trump didn't have much to say about that publicly, neither did Kurt Apsey, but it was not very long that they sued the Mountain West Conference, threatened to put uh, Craig Thompson and others on the stand and, and make them swear under oath about what they do or don't know about how things should have went, and that backed everybody down and they, they uh, didn't have to go to court. Now, I don't know what it'll cost them in political capital going forward, but I do know in the short term uh, that was turned around. So I think that's an example of you know speaking fairly softly but really uh, carrying a, a, a pretty big stick and getting things done. Now, the pay, uh, as I understand it, could be four to $500,000 a year, which sounds like a lot of money to some of us, but in the world of athletic directors uh, now – uh, not necessarily. Maybe in the next year it could be a high end 
uh, as maybe some schools are going to have to be adjusting guys down that they can't afford to pay with everything that's happening at the group of five and power five uh, FBS level of athletics. Maybe that will change. But for now, um, it'll be an average, basically, paycheck and an above-average institution. You're not going to find anybody that is going to rank ahead of Boise State and brand awareness when it comes to a group of five football schools. So I think Boise State will be out shopping uh, for people that uh, they're not coming for the money, they're coming for the opportunity. And maybe they'll leave for a better opportunity after they make their mark here. Uh, I'm okay with that if that's the kind of athletic director Boise State attracts because that means he will have made his mark and uh, leave a better plan in place. And that'll be on Dr. Trump to ensure that uh, this plan that the uh, athletic director takes the Boise State Athletic Department on is, you know, bought into by a lot more people than just uh, that athletic director. And so that plan can live on if it's solid enough and other people can step up and execute it. And I think that's what they're trying to get right now is the blueprint for Bronco success in the future. So I think it's critical uh, that this also be uh, on the list. Uh, the the pay structure, though, is not going to be at the top. I just read Danny White, the Central Florida athletic director, signed a contract for over a million a year. So <laughs> Boise State has a long way to go in, in that type of an area. I, I do believe Brad Lerano is going to get his shot at this. There's a lot of people, myself included, that think he'd be a, a viable candidate and a successful athletic director. But I'm not making the decision. And uh, there's many people that are going to have input into it, including Dr. Trump at the top of that food chain. But the process uh, gets going today. It'll be interesting to see exactly where it winds up. I'll get to some of my tidbits on the Boise State UNLV game, which will never happen now in just a minute. But we're getting to the point now in the college football season where college football bowl games are being discussed. And as I look out there at the COVID problems and then start factoring in the TV networks and the bowl games and the travel and the payouts and the lack of ticket sales. There's a lot of things that are starting to collide and we've seen cancellations most recently the Sun Bowl, the Las Vegas Bowl, uh, some of these other you know Hawaii Bowls we'd already known about, some of the other sort of touristy attraction areas off limits and, and canceling. Uh, but I have to look at the bowl games and just wonder how many schools are going to want to continue to deal with uh, all their on-campus problems with keeping kids safe from COVID, waiting to play in one of those sort of offbeat bowl games uh, that are played between Christmas and New Year's. And there's 18 of those bowl games that are going to take place on Christmas Day through uh, New Year's Eve. And regular season is going to be done uh, for most teams uh, on the 12th of December. And so to house kids and feed them and keep them away from COVID and test them, test them, test them for a bowl game that's a loser financially or break even without much television uh, money coming their way or not enough, I don't know how much sense some of those bowl games may make. Like who's going to play in some of these games where they, if it's a loss, uh, they have already taken a beating in that area. So I'm surprised some of the bowl games uh, are continuing. Others sort of repositioning and uh, picking up schools to play each other. So time's going to tell. If if you've got the New Mexico Bowl uh, playing in 2020 
in Frisco, Texas, anything's possible. So <laughs> anything's possible. I do think that there uh, there are prospects that a BYU could end up here in Boise at Albertson Stadium in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl because it makes sense regionally. It's just who will they be able to get to come and play against them. And if it's a good enough opponent, it doesn't matter what conference they're coming from anymore. So be ready for anything as it relates to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl or any other bowl game in their affiliations because I think they're going to be scrambling to find schools that really want to play, especially if they're going to lose money. I don't think ticket guarantees are a deal this year, but they're not going to go and have their kids get anything but a gift pack, a couple nights stay in a hotel. Even the meals are all different, right? They've delivered to their door. They're not going to leave their hotel room. The risk of travel, as we've all seen, is just way too high. So I don't know how some of this stuff's going to ultimately work, uh, but uh, we're going to find out. But of those games... Those 18 bowl games between the 25th of uh, December and the 31st, I won't be surprised if there's a couple more that we lose. Too bad the Boise State-UNLV game uh, did not happen. UNLV would have at least showcased a couple of uh, talented players, one that's no longer there anymore, but Cal Williams, a wide receiver for UNLV, had five catches a game. He's the best rookie wide receiver in the Mountain West Conference. Um, It would have been nice to see where he was at and how he develops. Charles Chuckwagon Williams, who led the Mountain West last year in rushing, uh, would have been on display, although this year he's uh, got 347 yards in five games. It's not been the same kind of season uh, for him, but this, again, is a kid that's talented. It would have been the return of a former Boise State position coach. I was not aware that Coach Kahaha Aha, Boise State's former defensive line coach who left and went to USC and now is circled back, is at UNLV now, uh, would have been his return uh, to a Boise State game with UNLV, but this time representing uh, UNLV. Armani Rogers, who at one time was one of the most hyped players, I thought, of the Tony Sanchez era and maybe in the Mountain West Conference, really, ever, um, is now uh, gone. He is at Ohio University. He has transferred there to finish out as a grad transfer, and he is playing very sparingly there. It never worked out. And then uh, Coach Arroyo, uh, Marcus Arroyo, the head football coach at UNLV, the first Power 5 assistant to ever be a head coach in this conference. So uh, I thought that was interesting. Would have been you know, a much, I guess, uh, better time if had they played this. We could have studied to see where Arroyo's at and where he's up with a very young team. They were slated to start six freshmen against Boise State, so he is going young and dumb and uh, trying to get it done. Well, this is a dumb (laughs) edition of the Kingdom of Pod uh, on the Believe Network on on some level. Uh, Without a game, very difficult to get too far involved in what's going on with Boise State footballers, and they're just holding on. I can tell you that if later this evening on the 4th of December the Central District Health people do shut down all sports in the county and specifically in the city of Boise and Boise State uh, takes a couple of days to get back in front of them and ask for a waiver because of the extensive testing that they provide and if they're turned down I could see Boise State driving to uh, the College of Idaho to practice in Caldwell and finish their season in Wyoming and then I don't know how they're going to get ready for a bowl game uh, if they don't have a chance to practice in Boise. So those are all challenges uh, still waiting uh, on the horizon, and we'll have more 
uh, news and review about that. I will be coming up uh, with more information about the Knight Commission and how they have proposed that the Power Five break away uh, from Division One and sort of create uh, with the Group of Five create their own FBS football conference. The uh, not the NCAA, but the NCFA is what the proposal is. I'll talk about that with Carl Benson in a separate podcast uh, coming up. Don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe to the Kingdom of Pod, and hope you enjoy it. If you do want to subscribe to this podcast and you just want me to have you uh, get it through your email, you can go to kingdomofpod.mailchimpssite.com, and I'll get it off to you there. Thanks for listening to the Kingdom of Pod. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.